All right, and we're live. Yeah, welcome to Hebrews and Talks. Episode two, where faith is unmuted. Yeah. <laughs> a lot has changed, obviously. Our uh, setup, our mugs, I got a haircut. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, before we do anything else, I want to give a quick shout out to our good friend, Eric Kim. Uh, he's the guy who created and uh, gave to us free of charge the uh, jingle at the beginning of our episodes. Mm-hmm. And so we love you, bro. We appreciate you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. much. Yeah, Eric Kim. Yeah. This uh, podcast wouldn't be the same without the jingle. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. So like we always uh, do, we wanted to start out with a devotional real quick from Hebrews. Mm-hmm. I just want to share just the first two verses found in Hebrews chapter one. Um, I think, yeah, yeah just uh, I feel like just this uh, introductory two verses, um, we see how blessed we are, the fact that we get the sun. But let me read it for us. It says, Long ago at many times and in many ways God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. Amen. And it's like amazing because uh, what the writer of Hebrews is saying is, um, before Jesus, you know, God spoke through prophets, right? God spoke in many ways. Uh, but the true blessing is after Jesus. You know, we get to, uh, God spoke to us through his son, right? I guess, I don't know if they use the term or the phrase like, uh, straight from the horse's mouth anymore. I was saying like, <laughs> I guess I'm showing my, my age a little bit, but it means like we're getting it straight from the source. Right mm. before these prophets and other people that would talk wow. about the coming king, coming mm. Messiah, it was secondary. It's kind of like um, buying Picasso's art that was drawn by someone else, mm. right? So it's not the real thing. Uh, it's just it's like an imitation, right? Of the coming Jesus. But for us, it's like we get the Picasso drawing, like we get the Son, and He speaks to us through His Son. Uh, who is the word in the flesh, right? In other words, through the through God's word, right? Uh, mm-hmm. God speaks to us. And it's such a blessing, right? That we can hold on to God's word, that we can read it even on our phones, anywhere we go. Uh, the fact that God speaks to us through his son and he says, uh, he created the whole world, right? Through Jesus. This Jesus is made available to us. Something that the Old Testament people never had the privilege of Having. They only got, I guess, the imitation, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But we get the real thing. I think that's an amazing blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so powerful. Like, uh, as soon as you said it, I was like, mm, that's a good word. Like, uh, can you guys tell he's a pastor? Um, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but I uh, know, like, how you said uh, you, we get it straight from the source. I've never heard it uh, worded in that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, what else could be said about that? Let me uh, thank you, PE, for the uh, for the devotional. Yeah. Uh, Hebrews is so awesome. I'm excited to get through this book uh, as we do future episodes. Let me give us an outline real quick of today's episodes. Uh, we have, uh, we just did the devotional, and for our primary segment, we're going to be talking about possible ways, different ways to do ministry mm-hmm. and church, and so I'm excited about yeah, that. Yeah, it should be fun. Yep, and the uh, secondary segment is going to be a special one. We're going to react to uh, 
how would you explain it? Like I guess like know? a influencer, someone like a YouTuber, TikToker. Just it's like it's like parodies of like influencers, yeah. and uh, it's really funny. We saw like, one <laughs> clip of this, and like it's, this is a brand new clip uh, video, but they're like YouTubers. We'll give them a shout out when we get there. But but yeah, that's that's basically for today. Yeah. All right, so interesting ways to do ministry and church. Mm. Hey, you want to start off? Why are we talking about this one not? <laughs> sure. I mean, because the, I feel like the primary, uh, I mean, there's so many things that church has to do, uh, but the primary thing is should be saving souls, mm. right? So um, what can the church do to more effectively reach people? I feel like nowadays, uh, people just who don't know God, they just don't come out to church. We can't simply say, hey, come come check out our worship, come to church. Um, they're not going to go. They right. just find the church intimidating. Maybe some of them got hurt by the church or by people who they thought were Christians. Mm-hmm. So some, for some reason, they just avoid the church. And so I was thinking, what if we brought the church to them? Mm-hmm. Right? So instead of like meeting in a building, and I'm not saying that's not important. I feel right. like there should be mm-hmm. buildings that people come in to uh to actual place to worship but i'm thinking to reach the lost it's like we go into their neighborhoods we go into the cities their towns and we just have worship it could be outside doesn't have to be in a building per se Mm -hmm. Um, but i got this because in one of the churches i used to serve at uh, we actually did that there was a trailer park right next to our church and we're like you know what Instead of inviting them to our church, why don't we just bring the church to them? Like on Sundays? Yeah, on Sunday. We did really? it on a Sunday, and it was amazing. Like, we uh, set up like a moon bounce for the kids in the neighborhood. Wow. We had like a barbecue going so people could come out and eat. Mm-hmm. And then we set up like our portable speakers, and we're like singing songs. And I got to share the gospel. And there were people there, but then there are also people who were kind of watching from afar. Like they're watching from their doorstep. Oh, that's cool in their, too. In their, in their porch, just sitting down, listening to the gospel. Mm. And as soon as I ended, they went back inside. But at least they those people it. got to hear it. It's like the, uh, the New Testament, like Jesus preaching in the streets and like people hearing yeah. and walking by. It was like really amazing. I, I was thinking, man, this is what we need. Like they need to hear the gospel. So I, I guess you can say... Um, if we were to use like hospitals and ambulances, like churches with buildings, they're like the hospital. Yeah. People who are sick, yes, you can go to the hospital. But I was thinking more like, why not make ambulances, right? Mm-hmm. They don't know they're sick. Uh, we go out to them where they are, and ultimately our goal is to bring them to the hospital, right? But until then, we can go oh, out and so reach cool. out to them, um, share the gospel. Right. Um, so many thoughts, like as you're speaking. Like first of all, like, did you? Did you lead at your old church? Did you lead that like outreach, that ministry? Oh, yeah. You did? Um, I wasn't obviously the senior pastor, but I brought it up. I was like, hey, you know, I feel like um, we have such a great opportunity because our church was, uh, um, I guess, since it's a trailer park, it's not, it's people that aren't too well off, Mm -hmm. right? And every Sunday, you know, I drive by that neighborhood and I don't know, there's a lot of uh, trailer parks in that park maybe like we're talking like 100 100 just homes so you're talking about families in those homes and some homes have multiple families and i'm like man there's they're not coming because we tried mm-hmm. we're like hey we have vbs uh, we're having like special like uh, fall festival you know during like halloween mm-hmm. um, not much interest yeah. i was like you know what? why don't we just set a date 
Uh, thankfully, the weather was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> we, crazy, yeah. yeah, it was like cool. It was like uh, spring weather, and we set up and we put up flyers, and we got permission from you know the trailer park first. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, the, we spoke to the offices like, hey, we want to come and do a worship just to uh, you know share the gospel with the people, and they're like, yeah, uh, just come, and uh, they gave us some guidelines to 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 keep, and we did that. Um, so we spent like two weeks, kind of like. Letting people know oh, okay. that, hey, we're coming this Sunday at this time um, to worship. Why don't you come? And so we went door to door. We had our youth go to the do- door to door and share. We see really? kids playing in the street. We're like, hey, we're going to have moon bounce. We're going to have uh, worship here on this Sunday. Why don't you come out? Bring your parents. Uh, we had, like, uh, I guess, little like uh, flyers, posters kind of posted around the neighborhood, too. How so, many uh, showed up? Um, Maybe like a good forty people. Wow, that's yeah. pretty good. How was it? Yeah, was for like a neighborhood. That's, for a neighborhood, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, forty, like not including the kids. church. Yeah, not, not including our oh, church. Really? Not including kids. Uh-huh. Uh, just adults. Um, yeah, I mean, some of them had to come for the free food, but right. either way, they stuck around yeah. from beginning to end. Um, we had a few chairs set up. We brought from church like the folding chairs right. out there, and then everyone else just kind of like either stood up or they just kind of sat on the grass. We found like a nice little like um, uh, area to have worship. And I mean, whatever the reason, like forties is way more than like newcomers on like any like average church on a Sunday. So, yeah. like, what kind of church gets like forty newcomers to like hear the gospel? <laughs> yeah. I have a question. Like, was this? Did you guys advertise this as a part of the church that you guys came from? Like it was like a branch, it was like a ministry from that church? Uh, yeah, we just, we told them, hey, uh, we're from this and this church. Okay. And we want to come out to your neighborhood to worship mm-hmm. uh, with you. Mm-hmm. And we just had it and I thought overall it went really well. Yeah, I think that'd be a really cool idea. Like just imagining like, like the opportunities, uh, the testimonies that would arise. Like, like if you ask people, like, like how did you come to the Lord? Like people sharing, like, oh, like people like brought the church to us. Like yeah. that'd be crazy. Yeah, yeah. I just think that we need to actually um, be creative, not creative per se, but like, um, it's not legalistic. But like really uh, give it our best, like foot forward to actually bring the gospel out to people. Yeah, which gets me thinking. Like, I have a, I have an idea too. It's not my idea at all. Like, I've actually attended one of these churches, but like, I have a obviously like we we uh we don't have mugs yet, but it's coming in next week, mm-hmm. and we're super excited about that. But uh, for now, we have these flower cups uh, from <laughs> PE's house. But um, I attended it at first. I didn't even know it was a church, mm-hmm. but uh, I I love cafes. And uh, our, our area doesn't really have, like, too many cool cafes, right? Like, the, the best one we, we know of is uh, Foundations, uh, for yeah. those in the local area. Fairfax, that's, that's a pretty cool cafe. But, like, when I was in Texas for a year, I lived there, and there's such cool cafes, and I, I would visit every single one of them. And I don't remember the name, but I, I found a cafe... And uh, they would always play like Christian music, and it was like there was a huge stage, and like on one end of the uh, the cafe. And I eventually found out that it was a church on the weekends, and it functioned as a cafe throughout the week. Mm. And uh, they told me that their mission statement was to actually, like, uh, have a bunch of unbelievers 
uh, come through their doors throughout the week mm-hmm. and uh, to their regulars they would preach the gospel and invite mm-hmm. them to service on Sundays and they would have a bunch of speakers guest speakers they'd have praise and they would pack out uh, the cafe on Sundays and they would have worship there and like cafe churches I think are so cool that's very cool yeah and it's always been like a little like uh, like a small like dream of mine mm-hmm. to like have my own cafe that's very cool I think yeah. that's another way to I think people like cafes whether you like coffee or not, they just like the vibe of it. They like oh, to yeah. hang out. They like to do a lot of work mm-hmm, uh, that's true. there. Like, I know I do a lot of work, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> like cafe type places yeah. just because, uh, I don't know. That, I just, I, something about like just being in office by yourself, yeah, it doesn't really um, fit me that well. Yeah. I, I like having a little bit of like activity, seeing people walk around, have like some background noise. Like the white noise of people talking. Yeah. So I think just from that aspect people will come right especially i don't know what the the cafe looked like at that church but i'm sure it looked really nice yeah um and people are drawn in that way so i mean any way we can get people to come in and hear the gospel right um i guess to have the humility to um not be so stuck to like um like what we're used to but like just as long as we're prioritizing like you're saying uh, like you're saying, like uh, the gospel getting mm-hmm. to people. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And I'm sure there are like a lot of different ways to. Oh yeah. To like um, bring people in. I don't. You know, a lot of churches have like private like preschools. They have schools. You know, right. elementary to like even up to like college. Some. some really. Some church. Yeah, I've seen some what? churches where they have private school all the way up to college. It's actually there's one in my the old place that I used to live at. Um, it was a big Baptist church, and they had oh, from Baptist. they yeah, had a, rich. they had a preschool all the way up to seriously college. Wow! Um, and it was a private, you know, Christian uh, education. Um, I don't know what the rankings are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never looked that deep. I was like, wow! But they offer degrees and everything. Yeah. Wow! Really? I don't know. They probably went through a lot of paperwork, oh, a lot sure. of stuff, just to make all that accredit, yeah. get the accreditation mm-hmm. and all that. But that's another way too. You know, people yeah. find. Um, if they it's a good school they'll you know parents now that I'm a parent it's like they'll do anything oh yeah if it means that their kids will get sure. a good education good education protection from like um, just like not even I'm not talking politically but like liberal thought that's mm-hmm. that's like way too extreme and radical and, right and like I guess some people view like a Christian school um, a better environment right. than like public school even like non-Christians think that I yeah. think cause like you know yeah. You know, public, I grew up in public school. There's like fights going on. Yeah. There's like always stuff going on. And they, uh, they just think, oh, let, let me, even though I don't believe in God, let me just send them to a Christian institution. Exactly. Yeah. All the students will be, you know. Like they'll, they teach, we teach like Christian morals, right. like kindness, gentleness, right. peace, and, and love, and servitude, and whatnot. I used to have a dream like uh, when I was a kid because I loved like church friends. And like my dream was like, man, I hated school. I think that was the biggest thing. But like, <laughs> My dream was like, man, I wish I could go to church like Monday through Friday and then go to uh, school Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> that was like my my biggest dream and wish as a kid. And uh, that would literally be like, that. Would, that's, I feel like that's what it would feel like. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's such a good idea too. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there are other ways that we haven't even like heard of yet that churches yeah. are trying out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's time like we have to explore new ways. Um a lot of church focused on like uh, 
you know, the internet, social media, right. uh, to draw people in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's value in that too, just because right. you know people now that everyone has social media. Right. Uh, we talked about that last week, yeah, we did. <laughs> but uh, there's, there's there's a a pro to social media. You oh, can yeah, reach so sure. many people mm-hmm. uh, from you know you can, from all around the world. Yeah. Uh, so churches have been tapping into that. They've been investing uh, highly in all that tech stuff. Yeah. Right? And that that's that's great. Yeah. Um, I think even like investing in like a good worship team some people you know i know there's many reasons they go to church yeah one of them might be just praise team they mm-hmm. they like the sound of the band yeah uh, like the professionalism of it and stuff mm-hmm. so um that's another there's another way to reach uh the lost but i think we have to kind of um keep the tradition in, like intact but also at the same time find creative and new yeah. uh, like mm-hmm. ways of reaching people. Yeah, like the principles behind the traditions, I think, are what's important. Mm-hmm. Not like the motions of it themselves, but like, I think, like uh, going off of that, I think for sure, I, I agree 100%. Like, the gospel message stays the same. Right. It's the method in which we get the gospel out to people that I think we need to be a little more flexible with mm-hmm. and humble with. Um, yeah. for the sake of the gospel and the right. king that we serve uh, like even Jesus like the way in which he was actually approaching worship and teaching and, and like it was just it was so against tradition it was so against the flow of things and like yeah. they, the religious leaders they called him out they were yeah. like man like you, you, you aren't you know hearing or following the laws and our traditions and, and Jesus like your traditions right and like uh, so I think for sure like uh, we definitely need like um uh, we need to wake up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he was always breaking the Sabbath. Oh, yeah, I think he did that on purpose, just to mess oh, up the sure. It's like, like oh, I, let me that. heal you on the Sabbath. Yeah, <laughs> let me, I know, sure, I know yeah. you're here. Sabbath. I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk by you on Sabbath. But I think maybe this is like our Sabbath thing. Mm. It's like we got so tied down to the church. It's oh, like, hey, so there good. are new ways to preach and teach. And you know the gospel, mm-hmm. um, and we need to kind of think outside the box and outside of what's been going on, um, and step out. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. You were talking about um, like the advantages of social media. Mm-hmm. With that being said, I think one of the advantages is actually accessing some of the content that we're going to be reacting to throughout these like podcasts. And so, like the people that we're going to be watching right now, if you want to move on to the secondary segment, yeah. Is, uh, these guys they're called uh, Sunday Cool and uh, basically they have a podcast as well and so like uh, we want to give them a shout out check them out on YouTube they have TikTok I think and I'm sure they're on other uh, podcast platforms as well mm-hmm. but Sunday Cool it's a couple of guys they uh, they make like parodies about uh, like uh, Christian influencers or uh, like prosperity guys uh, prosperity preachers and whatnot so that's what we're gonna watch today so I'll, we don't know how this will translate for those who are listening on Spotify. Right, that's true. Uh, you might want to, you can, I guess, hear the audio for now and then maybe go back and watch it on YouTube so you can see what we're watching. But uh, here we go. This is our first time watching this clip. So I'm excited. We don't know what to expect. Yeah, and these guys are pretty good. funny. All right. Even the music. Are you experiencing homelessness, sickness, job loss? Sounds like y'all are experiencing the PPP. 
a personal prayer problem. Come on now. So let's see. Hmm? I look at this crowd, I see a lot of targets on your back. And the devil himself, he's an archer. But you know what an arrow can't pierce? Faith. Got a stack of hundred dollar bills, am I right? If y'all didn't want us to have nice houses, why do I have one? You might want to get yourself some flex silk, cause I just punched a hole in y'all's logic. My neighbor walked up to me the other day, and he says, Bill, I, I just need help. I'm poor. I looked at him and I said, you're poor? When's the last time you prayed? Bill ain't no longer poor. And guess why? Cause he's so messy. I am not what they call a mainstream preacher. Mainstream? There ain't no way I can fit my yacht down a mainstream. <laughs> I'm talking about the ocean. I'm an ocean man. Give me the golf any day of the week. And twice on Sunday. Poor people are stupid. I mean, it's hard to make <laughs> Poor it people are stupid. A lot of sinners. I see sick people. I see poor people. Get him out of here. You like your shoes? <laughs> Grab a target. <laughs> like I would ever go there. Oh, Jay, I don't even pick up my milk from top. Did I just hear a cough? This is like so point on point with like the uh, even like their uh, even like their acting. I think that's what makes it funny. Because like their mannerisms and like the things that they do. Yeah. Even though the way they talk, mm -hmm. Amen. Some of y'all ain't taking this seriously, and it makes me sick, and I never get sick. That ain't the way I'm going. I love this church, and I love what y'all come for. Because of you, I have the two fine. Is that how like prosperity preachers think? Like, if uh, are they actually like being accurate, or are they like overdoing it? Like, um, if you're sick or poor, it's like a it's like, it's like lack a of measure faith. of your faith. Yeah. Oh, um, really? Yeah. I've seen that uh, talked about a lot. And actually, in the very beginning, uh, the other guy with the, the longer hair, he said, uh, you know, if you're if you're not rich, if you're this and that, you have a PPP problem. He said it was a personal prayer problem. Oh. They say, like, you got to pray more is because you lack faith. And we kind of treat prayer like that, too, sometimes. We could. We can. Like, we think, like, oh, i, I got to pray you know, to get rich, I gotta pray. Like we use it as a way to get things from mm -hmm. God. Yeah. Um, and there is, you know, teaching like that too amongst uh, like prosperity gospel, prosperity preachers, saying like, uh, you know, uh, another common phrase that we hear is like your best life now, right? If you're not, you know, your life here should be, you know, your best life. Um, yeah. But that's not what the Bible preaches. Yeah, at all. It doesn't matter what yeah. <laughs> what your life is here. It's all about you know eternity. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, it's like, I think people fall into it because, um, you know, who wants to be poor? Right? Yeah. And who wants to be sick? Mm -hmm. They all want to be wealthy. They all want to be healthy. They all want all these different things. And they hear like, oh, you just got to pray more. You got to grow your faith more. You got to, you know, do this and that. And they just like kind of fall into that. And, um, mm. you know, yeah. It's a good message. And it's like, I feel like it's an excuse for people who are rich to like kind of like uh, validate themselves and, okay, I see. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know it was like, uh, that was the teaching. Yeah, they do teach those things. Private jets. Yeah, all the way. If you were wondering what tribe I would have been in in the Old Testament, well, it would have been the tribe of Benjamin. Can you not <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Hey, bless you. 
is you gotta sow big seeds. It's gonna be pretty simple today. Dig deep in those walls. Pull out that purse. Grab a dip card. Alright? Do it for the I haven't seen it in 12 years. 12 years. I have not seen it in 12 years. Some of y'all sitting right now. I'm looking at you. Our missions organization has reached 253 countries, 17 continents. Now, I ain't good at geology, but that seems like it's covering the whole planet, y'all. Some of y'all are afraid to go across the street and ask them to tithe. Mark, what are y'all doing? They say the root of evil is the love of money. I don't love money. I just have a lot of it. Is that, is that my fault? <laughs> no. Did you know that's that my fault. Because if you go home, there's a lot True. in your yard. Just because you have a lot of it doesn't mean you love it. Same thing with my money. I can feel someone in the crowd here tonight that is suffering with a dirty, dirty disease, and that disease is psoriasis, the itchy skin disease. Now, they say it's incurable, but not with the Lord's help. So what I'm asking you here is if you want to be healed, all you got to do, have faith? No, sir. Sow that seed today to the address below. You sow a seed, you reap a harvest. To the address below. Well, I sowed a seed and I reaped a home. Oh, yeah. Palm V with platinum wheels. Oh, he's tied up. I don't make this up. I don't. Somebody's free! People that are free from with what you have, and he has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Hebrews. Happy. It was a I We didn't even know. That was a complete accident. Yeah. Um, That's funny. Yeah, like, uh, I feel like I've seen, uh, I don't know who these pastors are, but they're like famous TV pastors, and yeah. they're like, they were, uh, this one guy was in court and they're like going through the finances. Mm -hmm. Hey, why'd you buy all these like super expensive name brand suits? And he's like, well, I'm on TV. I gotta look good. And he's like trying to justify all these things. Like, mm -hmm. uh, why, why are you, why do you fly on like a private jet? Like all these things, like oh, I got, you know, many places to go. Yeah. I think, uh, I don't think all these passes start out that way. A lot of them start out with, you know, genuine, um, you know, love for the Lord and oh, yeah. then once sure. people hear and once the church grows and once it gets really big they just kind of fall, fall into the temptation yeah. of, of money and mm -hmm. you know this <laughs> and you know people buy into that stuff they yeah. all want to everyone wants to be rich everyone wants to be happy I think interesting yeah. like you say uh, you say that they, they don't start out this way and I, I agree like I even know of some who like actually have a really solid background they went to a very like conservative seminary and, and then at some point they just fall into that temptation mm -hmm. you do you believe like these preachers who have kind of fallen into this temptation do you believe they're like saved I or mean, is that like is the fruits <laughs> showing bearing showing that like they were never saved i mean i don't know only god knows but i i guess we can only tell what's what we can see with our eyes and um yeah, I don't know. Uh, I would lean towards no. Um, mm -hmm. I'll lean towards like maybe they're just false teachers. Because uh, all I, I guess they they are because they're kind of twisting the word to make right. it sound like hey you gotta live your best life now here, mm -hmm. uh, when that's not what the Bible teaches. Like, do you feel like it's like the pastor's responsibility to actually call people out who are intentionally doing this, like intentionally? preaching like prosperity gospel and like from the pulpit you believe that like, we should like call these people out oh uh, yeah but we should do it wisely mm -hmm. um i know like i've seen people say like hey what about jesus while this pastor was like preaching uh, really? in, the, in the middle of the sermon so i was like i don't think that's a wise way to do it because you're just oh, trying yeah, to say hey like, let's, yeah. let's just fight 
Um, yeah, it's, but, it's chaotic. Uh, maybe if you have a way to kind of reach out to them, you know, you have some like contact info or some some method to reach out to them. Um, I think we should. That's part of like, uh, I know we think of church discipline as within the church, but I think even church to church or even pastor to pastor, like if we, um, if we genuinely care, I think we would reach out because we because we know like that person has such a big voice, mm. right? So if it's like a mega church pastor, um, and we don't want his voice being used to lead people astray. Yeah, what about, uh, what about like pastors themselves, like from the pulpit? Like, for example, like if a pastor's preaching, do you believe they should actually use like Joel Osteen as an example of like what not to follow? Because uh, I think about like Paul, you know, like he like called people straight out. Like, uh, <laughs> like he didn't care. Like if you were, if you were corrupting the gospel, mm-hmm. but again, like we're not Paul and like you know, the pastors right now aren't Paul and like, I, don't, I, I see like, I don't know, I, 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 know a, I know a friend who uh, had an opportunity to preach and he was preaching, he used like a, a meme, like a joke, as a joke of Joel Olstein for like his sermon illustration. And that afterwards, like a, an older couple approached him and they like, they were like kind of railing on him, like you, uh, you shouldn't use other pastors like as a joke, like Joel Osteen like really blessed us and our like, in our lives and in our faith and and uh, he was like taken aback and like it was it caused like this huge controversy but what do you think uh i mean i guess to each their own but i personally i, I wouldn't mm-hmm. I, th- I don't think it's um i wouldn't talk about pastors or anyone negatively like in a sermon setting like mm-hmm. where i'm in front of people um like one-to-one yeah of course like if i feel like hey you need to correct this i'll do it but to use the pulpit as a way to like attack because I know like it was meant as a joke mm-hmm. but it's still like you're kind of jabbing at the person mm-hmm. and I don't think that uh, that is a good thing true mm-hmm. sure, sure. Yeah. I see mm-hmm. alright that was uh, I feel like successful you have anything else for episode 2? Uh, no I think <laughs> we talked a lot about you know uh, just the church and the gospel and you know we watched a, a prosperity you know features be like video um, and we talked more about the gospel but um, I think that's what we want to do on Hebrews and talks right mm-hmm. we, it's this again it will be another way for us to reach uh, people who need to hear the gospel for those who already know the gospel just to be reminded again of the gospel yeah um, I think we're kind of using this in that thinking outside the box way. Yeah. I know there are like so many podcasts who do the same thing. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a big step for just you and me to to do something like this. Yeah. Um, I think the intention behind all this um, was to get the gospel out to people. Yeah. Right? Reach people. So no constraints, um, no pressure of like a title or an institution, just just faith and mute mm-hmm. uh, was was the was the goal of this podcast or is the goal of this podcast yeah, um, yeah for those of you who are watching uh, thank you so much for watching yeah. uh, we just want to let you guys know that we do have an Instagram I think most of you are following it but like we can, we're gonna uh, drop down like when the next episodes are coming out and whatnot uh, it is gonna be at like 6am right every week now yeah uh, so those who are commuting to work you know you can have something to listen to on the way right I think so this Friday it will drop 
at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, we appreciate you guys listening to us on your commute. I yeah. think that's that's a blessing. The mm-hmm. fact that you take the time out of your day yeah. to listen to you know two guys like us just talk about the gospel yeah. um, and just our faith. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess uh, <laughs> I sound kind of like a YouTuber, but you know, like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> to our we YouTube channel to say that yeah. like, comment, subscribe um, share it yeah we also location bell <laughs> <laughs> for like some of our secondary segments we agreed that we would actually answer questions as well so like if you guys have questions like we're gonna brainstorm our own as well but if you have questions of your own you can leave them in the comments or you can DM us on Instagram we'll get back to everybody um, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll actually give you a shout out for the next episode and we'll answer your question as well. Yeah. If we have the time. Sounds good. I think that's a wrap for episode two. All right. Yeah. Had a good time. Yeah. Thank you for joining. And I guess we'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll see you all next week. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye.